Yo, people always ask me what kind of frames I'm rocking. I've been rocking Caddis for a couple years. They make amazing progressive readers, which I wear. Also, they make sunglass readers, anti-glare, anti-smudge coating, anti-scratch, and anti-aging. That's why I look mad young when I wear them. I'm just kidding. Um, but they make amazing frames. Caddis, so stoked to have you guys part of the podcast. You can go to caddislife.com slash Toby10 and get $10 off your first purchase. Stoked. Thank you, Caddis. Welcome to the fam. Yo, yo, Liquid Death. Thank you so much for hydrating all my guests taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water. Love your brand. Love what you stand for. Love you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. They have now blessed me with my own code. So if you go liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morse. Today, I got my brother from another mother sitting to the side of me. Derek Green is not here today. Shout out to Derek Green. We Shout fucking love Green. you. Yeah. Uh, we got Chappelle Lacey here. Thank you, Chappelle Lacey, for being yeah. here. Um, and then, this is a big deal. We just figured this out before the podcast started that this is my first Canadian guest on the podcast from Winnipeg, correct? From Winnipeg, live in Toronto. Um, Mr. Andrew Goose Newfeld. How did you do the house that intro? Is that good? Andrew Goose Newfeld. What, what is <laughs> where does Goose come from? Uh, it was like a pet name that my mom gave me, and then oh, you know, it just, just kind of stuck. Kind of stuck. Your mom called you Goose. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, hey, Goosey, you know. Just like a cute name. Just a cute. Thing, nothing yeah. had to do with gooses or nothing geese or whatever. No, but I, but I'm 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 a geese goose though. Yeah, I'm the man of the people. <laughs> oh, so that's that's what that means? Yeah, ah, I'm okay. the man of the people. Yeah, I like that. I didn't, that's awesome. Just like you, Toby. Yes, yes, yes. You look like a different person too. I know, I know. So I I like lost like 40 pounds during the pandemic. Fuck. And uh, you got nice hair. Grew my hair out. Didn't <laughs> cut my hair. Too, man. Yeah, yeah. So th I thought that when I was oh. thirty it would be my last time, and now I'm forty, and I'm still going with the long hair. That's so. great, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll You're forty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, How old are really? you? How old are you? I would have. I would have lost a million dollars. How old are you? How old I'm thirty-four. Are you? Nice. Oh, uh, you look great, though. Lost, I would have lost so much money. <laughs> well, and again, you like, you do too. Thank you, bro. Thank you. You're, Thank and you. you're you're ten years older than me, so I got like. I got to like kind of keep it up. You're still <laughs> yeah. like running around stage. And so yeah. I, I think to myself, how long can we, you know, we've been doing it for what, 20 years or something. Yeah. So how long do we have? Yeah. Yeah. And I see Stigma, who was like 66, we figured out the other day with yeah. Gallo on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I look at him, I'm like, damn, he still fucking looks great. He's going hard. This is the oldest that hardcore's ever been. So yeah. We'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For Stigma, right? Yeah. 100%. He still uh, kills it. We played a festival a couple years ago, like this metal festival. Actually, Derek Green's band played... Uh, it's Green, right? Yeah. yeah. Derek's band played, uh, Sepultura played, and but I remember like it was in France, and I was looking around, and I'm like, dude, I think we're like the youngest band here. <laughs> and it was like, you know, uh, Sepultura, Hatebreed, and then At The Gate, but all these crazy metal bands. Uh, yeah. But I was like, hell yeah. Like, we still got some time. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So um, all right. So let's take it back to your roots, my man. So uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. I've been there before. We played shows there. I'm not sure whereabouts is located in Canada because I suck at that. You stuff. played Snow Jam. Snow. That's right. That's, oh, it's a, it was like a pretty famous tour across Canada called Snow Jam, and they'd have like mostly like the skate punk kind of stuff. Yeah. But H2O played it. 
I think the year played it was with straight face. Like I remember this shit. Like okay. damn, you <laughs> got a fucking. I'm a, I told I told your wife like I'm a fan. I know you guys. I, it. <laughs> I think it was yeah. I remember playing over there. Maybe Penny, I don't know if Pennywise was on one of those as well too. But the straight face I do remember. And then was Guy Smiley on that? Guy, Guy Smiley, Smiley, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are they from? Are they from Winnipeg? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are they and, still around? Um, no, but I think they have like another band called Burn the Eight Track that maybe. I don't know. Burn the A track. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what A track is, but I, I do. Uh, um, that's cool. So, so, all right. So growing up, so growing up, how how was growing up for you in Canada? Uh, it was cool. Uh, as far as like, uh, I mean, you're still there, duh. But yeah, yeah. As far as like just getting into music and stuff, propaganda was like my kind of yeah. entrance into all that. Uh, them and I Spy. Um, and just yeah. And then I found hardcore. And how old were you then? Fifteen something. 15, and you were kind of music were into before that like like yeah like it started with like i you know just like the skate punk stuff yeah uh i was like you know grew up in a christian family so there was also that mxpx vibe going on oh, yeah, and christian the, pop punk right totally yeah. totally i didn't know that till later on okay. so i had that vibe then i also had propaganda who was like fuck religion so you know i had <laughs> both sides of it um and oh, then shit. and then we'd have to go to minneapolis to go see shows really because no one came to winnipeg so I'd go first start, Avenue, uh, kind of, but like even basements, like cause so, so the bands that so then that was the metalcore stuff. So the Harvest, Disembodied, that okay. world, and so that's kind of the all those genres. How long was that drive? Eight hours. Eight hours. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's for a show, I get. Yeah, it, but it's all it's worth it. Yeah. 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 So, but then yeah, then you guys were coming. I remember like. Uh, AFI and Sick of It All came like same v- venues. Those were some of these like formative. Th- those like kind of package tours. Yeah, high, high standard. <laughs> high standard. I remember them. Yeah, you're from Japan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. High standard. <laughs> Fuck. The skate punk stuff to me is now like pretty funny, but like yeah, I, was you know I still was it a it. different era of skate punk? Because for me, skate punk was like. Back in the day, uh, the faction, the big boys. But so later on, you're talking so about maybe I, I would say Doug Doug Polly. Pulley, pulley, like similar sound. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking more Fat Records epitaph. Okay, because I wouldn't call that now pop punk, would I? No, no. I'd say like Offspring's like early stuff was pretty skate punk too. Yeah, totally. You know, so I didn't know that. You know the real skate punk. Yeah, I didn't know that to you though, because you got into you got into Offspring skateboarding and shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know they had skate punk vibe to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. So, so your brothers and sisters. Yeah, I have two older brothers, and uh, yeah, my parents are still all together. It's awesome, man. Hanging, yeah. Were your brothers into the same type of music? My older brother uh, was, and my oldest brother wasn't. It really, but Did yeah, everyone. You got them into it, or they got you into it? My older brother got me into uh, music. Yeah, he went more metal, and then didn't necessarily like embrace the hardcore thing, maybe the same way, but definitely was my gateway into that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he, he sometimes actually plays with Comeback Kid. Oh, and that's I have another awesome. band with him. But he's a great drummer. So. So, you, oh, so, wow. so you were in high school when you get into punk and stuff? Junior high, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're skating. Skating a little bit badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the winters there are brutal too. So like, are you like a street skater? I'm, I'm not really a skater. <laughs> <laughs> but I did at one point. <laughs> you know, a lot of people I talked to in the pod, like, they love skating and, and that's how they found punk. And they weren't the best skaters, but their friends were skaters, and that's how they all connected. It didn't have to do tricks or not. You like part of the skate crew, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I, did, I went for it. I broke my wrist I, like, when I was 14, and so I was kind of like, uh. oh, shit. I just, I just couldn't get the kickflip. I don't know what it was. The I still can't do a kickflip. <laughs> I skate ramps, but I still can't do a kickflip, man. See, I, see I, I'm one. the opposite. I can't really do ramps that well. Yeah, he's got an ill kickflip. If I lived here, like I would 100% like take it up and do the ramp thing. And yeah, like I'm ready. Were you a hockey guy? Mm, not really. Wow. I'm not really a sports guy in general, man. Okay, I was like, gonna say, yeah. but uh, yeah, we have a big hockey like vibe. Comeback kid does yeah. a connection a little bit. Because it's named after a hockey player that came back or something. Mario Lemieux. Okay, yeah. That's and they've been uh, they've been playing Wake the Dead at um, Bruins games lately during power plays. Wow. So I need to get that publishing money back. Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's huge, man. That's yeah. amazing. And and at, at Bruins games. At Bruins games. Wow. So so hockey wasn't part of like did you. Oh, your friends were playing hockey or no? You were like the outcast who just yeah. I guess I yeah. Just I just got into, too into music and like, but they, like Winnipeg Jets, they left Winnipeg for a long time. So even though I wasn't living in the city at the time, when they came back a few years back, like it reignited the city. So it's really special. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So to have one of your songs been played at a professional hockey game is pretty amazing. That's, that is pretty dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so in high school, were you a good student? Did you like it? And enjoy it? Uh, yeah, it was all right. But pretty average, you know. Uh, English worked, and also my my uh, my high school um, had a lot of music classes. So like, I'd get like a credit for guitar class and music oh, production it. class. That's dope. I learned how to yeah. do like MIDI and stuff like that, and that's so there was awesome. like and band class. So I think there was like three or four credits I could get just from <laughs> just music. from music. <laughs> yeah, which is wow. like crazy. And so that's when you started playing instruments. Was in school? Uh, yeah, just well with my parents young because they they they're also musicians. And stuff oh wow! Too. So it's a big musical family. That's a, so. You, what does your What does your mom play? Your dad? Uh, my parents like play like in the church. Oh, that's cool. Still now, and then my oldest brother actually plays with them still at a church now. Wow. So. And so, we, are you are you still were you still into the religious thing? Uh, your- so I I grew up with that, and like when I t- kind of turned like twenty twenty one, stopped being yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm done with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it was it was, was it a pretty strict upbringing. Pretty uh not. It wasn't that crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty na- pretty average. No swearing in the house and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. But now they're swearing in the house. Okay. Even <laughs> though they're... I, I think it's... I, I said, you know, there's worse words than swear words to say. They're like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so, we sure. have casual swear words. <laughs> casual know? swear words. <laughs> Bye, Moon. Casual swear words, yeah. But so what's so, like... Oh, sorry. Go catch it. Go catch it. Go Like with, with growing up in uh, like a religious family, like it wasn't like strict that you had... To go to church was it like uh, that? They woke me up in the mornings <laughs> oh, to go. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's 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 been pretty it's pretty pretty chill. It was quite a like you know, the classic like. It was quite a you know, clapping. It was a it's a joyous atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Po- super positive. It was yeah. very it's super very positive. positive and and uh, I know my mom's probably gonna listen to this because she always listens to every podcast I do. But they were amazing, like t- to you know bring me up and. Kind of exposed me to music early on and support yeah. all the shit that we do. Like, so ev- cool. like yeah, it's shout out Rhoda and Carl. Did you ever wear a Bad Religion shirt in the house? Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. My old, my older brother would bring, my mom like, oh, he's kind of a questionable character. Like the friends that he'd bring over. <laughs> like, that like, that would sell me the propaganda CD and stuff wow. like that. It's hilarious. <laughs> so when you found punk, you found like, Obviously, music that was speaking about other sides of everything you grew up listening to in a sense. Totally, right? yeah. and, and and I credit a lot of that, like the kind of political scene, to opening my eyes to social issues at a younger age that maybe people around me wouldn't have been aware of. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Dead Kennedys did that for me when I was a kid in the '80s because I wasn't really into politics, and then I love the Dead Kennedys. And everything they were singing about was like 
had to look it up what it was, you know what I'm saying? And you like don't really understand everything they're saying <laughs> no, right no. away. You're like, okay. <laughs> you don't, man. But propaganda, man, they don't get enough props. I mean, people mention them on the podcast, but like they were ahead of the game with everything they were talking about and singing about, you know? Totally. Same and so, with MDC. And still. MD, yeah, MDC, big one. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, so that was kind of like your introduction to kind of like the political awareness and all that stuff. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and so, so you, are you playing music? Are you, are you in a band at that point in school or no? Yeah, like I got playing like right away as soon as I could. Um, and in high school, I would be like the guy playing in like five bands. Like, well, who's who's the 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 one in like uh, New York hardcore? Would be like Walter or something. Yeah. Like, who'd play? Like, it's like four bands Sammy. one one night or something like that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So, so are that. you singing and playing guitar? Singing, playing guitar. Um, and uh, the band that kind of got me going out out of um the city was uh figure four yeah was my was like having a mosh metal mosh hardcore band mosh metal <laughs> yeah like just yeah yeah hate, hate breed whatever oh okay <laughs> and so you were you um was that out of high school you said or no uh in high school and then um this guy named jason dunn had a label called face down records he I heard lived that, out yeah. here yeah, um, I heard that, yeah and he his band came to winnipeg play the west end cultural center i think you guys have played there yeah and uh we we like i did the show somehow like and open for them and then they signed us and then he like right out of high school started booking our tours oh wow and because we're like from this small city we would go for like two months because we you can't really just go for a weekend ever so we were just like out two months in canada in the states oh in the states okay, okay yeah I and i come down to california for the first time play down in like um temecula a lot temecula. And, like, yeah. so there was some of that like you know there's no one is in victim world like bands <laughs> no, like, victim. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that was jason's band um and then, you know, so that was the very, very beginning of it. So w w that was your goal when you got out of high school just to play music? Always. Wow. And Always. your parents were supportive of that? Totally. There was no college? No college, no nothing. Wow. No. And you working jobs at all when you get out of school? Totally, yeah, in between stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, like working at like uh, grocery stores and Damn. this and that. So it's just full, t and full time. But almost. the kind of like maybe like the, a blessing for me was when – Jason booked us for our first couple tours um, and then he couldn't do it. He couldn't book us. So he's like, yo, here's all my contacts. So wow. then I got them and I started booking our tours when I was like 1920. Fuck yeah. Super and, DIY. I love it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it worked. And um, well, that's the funny thing about Goose because at the time I think I like fancied my nickname to be Pipes. I think I gave it to myself. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, it's Pipes. Pipes at pipesbooking.com or whatever. <laughs> and Goose kind of came after that. Okay. Because my brother spilt the beans and then I think people like Goose better than Pipes. <laughs> <laughs> you know those self-proclaimed nicknames yeah. never work. What was, what, was, what was Pipes from? I don't know. I've, maybe I wanted a nickname so bad. You and wanted someone, it. Someone <laughs> called me that. I'm like, that's my name. <laughs> and everyone's like. Eh. No, it's Goose. Yeah. Um, and my, my, uh, one of my best friends just had a kid. Uh, and he's like six years old now. I hung out with him the other day, and he because my nephews and stuff would call me Uncle Goose. So that's what I. But he's calling me now Uncle Goof. So <laughs> I love that's that been shit. sticking now. <laughs> so uh, so figure four. So that so that's it. Now you're on the road. You're coming to America, and you're touring on that. Touring. And, um, you know, we got a couple hate breed tours. Then we start. You know, sworn enemy, classic agents of man. We back were, then. That's crazy. You know, yeah, man. like a lot. Of, we were playing with a lot of like heavies. I thought. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. And um. And then uh, were they your influences too? Hate breed? Totally, totally. 
that okay. was like our that's the shit that we loved like playing with like you like the hard shit and the metal shit the hard shit yeah, yeah. a marauder and stuff because the thing about comeback kid too when we get to that but like there's a lot of melody in that too as well man totally you know? so and then um comeback kid started and so that i could play guitar in a band okay and i got my buddy scott to sing that's right you weren't the singer originally i was the guitar player because it was really hard to sing figure four it was very like because it was like <gasps> So it really hurt uh-huh. my throat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you lose your voice a lot? All the time. I know, man. Now we know what we're doing, but back then I was doing the same thing, like screaming the wrong places. And totally. I was talking about Melissa Cross on the podcast. She was yep. screaming in Zen. Oh, she she was so- on the podcast? No, she's my oh, homie, but somebody yeah. brought her up. She helped so many people with like, learning how to yeah, do yeah. that. Because yeah. she's fucking screaming with emotion. I not really know what's coming from. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. So how long do you figure through? How long are you guys together for? <sighs> I mean, so pretty much... Comeback Kid started in 2000. Figure Four probably went till 2003. But like, mm. when com- when Figure Four was going out, Comeback Kid was like pretty much when Comeback Kid put out our first like demo and stuff. It was yeah. getting really clear really quick that it was like the thing that people liked more than Figure Four. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're playing two different. Okay, guys. We wow. we go on. We we do like you know a Figure Four tour right into a comeback into her back and forth. We drop wow. members off in like Chicago. They go up to Winnipeg and then we pick up the other members up yeah. and we keep Damn. on going. Grinding, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how, how long can you, how long can the tour be in Canada? Well, you can do like a month in Canada if you really wanted to. Us and Cancer Bats this next year are going to do three legs. Okay. So it'll be like, yeah, probably a month, a full month altogether. Yeah. But broken up into shifts. So if you yeah. played everywhere in Canada, you could play already. Not not Newfoundland yet. We're trying well, this this tour will go okay. not this year. So you never made it there. Wow, that's interesting. Is it really hard to get to? Is this I mean, yeah, it's so far. It's like right on the very east of Canada. Fuck. Like it's that you have to fly there. You I don't think. even sound like you're Canadian. It's crazy your English. I mean, I'm not saying that's a different language, but yeah. it doesn't sound Canadian to me. It's crazy. Uh, when, when he we, says I'm out when he says what? I hear it. When he says out. I'm a man of the world though. <laughs> I know but, you've been world but, traveler. Pe- but people I do like when I'm in the States because like during the pandemic i haven't really been down here yeah and so when i say a people like notice it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just it's the way you say out out oot. um <laughs> yeah come back here was kind of like a side project in a sense exactly um so we pretty much did recorded the first comeback kid record around the same time we did the last figure four record gotcha and yeah and then it, the 2002 ish yeah two three yeah 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 and uh and then comeback kid just kind of like i mean some of our earlier tours, like Pike started booking us. Oh shit, that's right. Early days, and so he got us like a tour with like Throwdown, Every Time I Die in Terror, and then the next one was with uh, Bane and the Promise, and then it just kind of exploded from there. That's in amazing. That way. Man. Off, and yeah. were there other bands from Canada touring at that time? Um, yeah, there was one. I was the other band that was from Canada. It was a hardcore band because nah. no warning. Yeah, that was yeah. Was that's that who we're that's who we're out with right now. Okay, okay. Oh, shit, okay, yeah. okay. And they were like... I thought they were doing the show today. Okay. They are like my favorite band. Okay. My favorite hardcore band, I think. So, so they were gone, now they're, now they're back in a sense, or...? Kind of. We kind of okay. had to convince them to do this tour, I think. Okay. A couple of them live in Mexico, a couple of them live oh, in Canada wow. and stuff, so we like, hey, come on, it's just California shows. Come on, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... Um, and then I remember you guys getting this GB... When I really first started... When I started yeah, on my radio, when you guys did that GB tour too. Yeah, thank you, Matt Pike, S- for that one yeah, too. Yeah, Sid was telling me about you guys and stuff like that. Yeah, he did yeah. that European tour too. And and that was right kind of close to when I first started like singing in the band. Okay. Because Scott, our singer at the time, quit. So we just kind of continued on. And uh, I remember on that tour as well, Siv was kind of giving me some vocal tips. I was losing my voice a lot. Okay. Also, and I start like... <laughs> Doing some warm ups backstage. I remember uh, he does them hard. Yeah, J- Jimmy Gestapo, Murphy's Law was on the tour. Uh-huh. I'm just mentioning these guys because you're friends with them. Yeah, of course. Um, 
And was he doing warm ups too? Well, he was like, eh, "Don't like ruin your. You're gonna ruin your voice doing so many warm ups because you're like pushing too hard." So I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> so, but it was all kind of new for me then. I I was kind of trying to sound like our old singer and mm. hadn't really totally found my way yet. His so, voice, yeah. But yeah, yeah, because you can sing, man. It's like de- definitely different than the stuff you're doing before that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you listen to melodic stuff as well, right? Tons, tons. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I kind of grew up on you guys, propaganda, and I like I loved the. Pop, poppy era stuff. Yeah, um, I think me and the original comeback kid vocalist Scott, who is still a really good friend of mine, um, I think we met at a MXPX Reset show. That's something you would know. Yeah, Reset was a Simple Plan <laughs> pre-band. Oh wow, oh, was that's it? That's some deep dive shit. Yeah, that's it, that is deep dive. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wait, they're not they're not from Winnipeg though, are they? No, 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 no. This is they're on tour. Oh, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. They're from Canada too, though. Yeah, they're, but I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Simple Plans from Canada. <laughs> I don't know where. Yeah, they are. I don't know where either. Yeah. Reset's their original band? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and their guitar player had like a nice fan. He had really long hair, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and that was at this venue called the, the Royal Albert, which is like Winnipeg CBGBs. Like we had the mat, okay. we had the matinees, we had everything. I don't know if you, you guys ever played there, but um, yeah, that was the, the spot. That's amazing, yeah. man. Yeah, and Guy Smiley, we always play with him for some reason. I think we brought him to America how for did, a second. How did they like connect with all you guys? I don't like, no, man, they must have been on one of those festival runs. We met them, mm-hmm. and then they started playing. We started playing shows with them. Then maybe, I think I want to say H2O took them to Europe or something. We took them somewhere they hadn't been before. I want to. I don't know, man. Were they on Nitro? Maybe yeah, and the singer was like a hockey player guy and stuff too. Yeah, he's still. I've, I think I've Is seen he him around or, still. I think I saw him last time I was in Winnipeg. Maybe okay. like he's just such a nice guy, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, Nitro Records. He reminded yeah. me of Zoli. That, he that, had a Zoli vibe to him. I think that they actually That's had right. a. They actually there's a connection there. They I think they tour together or like. I think lately they've toured together, okay. like in the last five years or okay, something. Yeah, he's probably got a, a Canadian Zoli vibe. For yeah. me. What were you gonna I, say? No, I was. I, is, is Nitro Offsprings? Yeah, right? and AFI uh-huh. was on. I thought. Yeah, they? yeah, 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 yeah. This That's is Dexter, like Dexter's label, man. Yeah, yeah, more deep dive stuff. That, it is. Yeah, though. yeah. I don't. Sometimes you don't realize the stuff you know. Until yeah, you I'm know. like, oh damn, he said Nitro Records. I'm like, wait, isn't that Offspring? AFI yeah, yeah, like Dexter, put that yeah. kind of put that label on the map, and they blew up really big. Really? Yeah, man. Nitro was. That was like the main one. I think Vandals, but don't quote me, there were some other people on that label as uh-huh. well. Yeah. A lot of bands I would have know. to do my deep dive to remember. Because there's like <laughs> Nitro, there's that one's, Fat. That one's been a minute. Yeah. Nitro, Fat, Epitaph, Epitaph, Victory. There was all these labels that like, everybody supported those rosters no matter who it was. Totally. And like those Punkorama comps and just mm-hmm. those mixed, all that shit helped, man. Got 100%. the word out. Did you guys do the Warp Tour too ever? The one We did one Warp Tour show ever. One Warp Tour in show. In Calgary. Wow. And the reason we... Maybe would have done another one, but we were scheduled for it. But then we got the Gorilla Biscuits tour, Ooh. and so we we pulled off Warp tour. And Good we move. Ne- we never got it offered ever again. Wow! Yeah. But the one you're war- right. The one Warp tour we played <laughs> was like, we played this like merch tent, like some really small thing. But I remember like we were kind of starstruck because like Pete Wentz was like watching us, and it was like right when Fall Out Boy was on like the yeah. up and, and yeah. we had a c- couple like cool like band members. They're like, okay, <laughs> like this is something here. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. <laughs> so so how was that playing your first show singing with Comic Kid? How was like just going from not playing guitar and then just being a singer? Um I did it once before I actually did it because there was a tour with strung out and banging across Canada and our singer like just like skipped the last half because he had to move out with his girlfriend okay, at the time. There it is. Out. Oh, there it is. See? Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and so I had a little practice and then when he quit it was also in the middle of tour. Damn. 
with Ignite Uzoli. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it just, yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I was just ready to go, man. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and so the first record came out in 2003, right? 2003. Turn it around. Yeah. And what label was that on? Um, face Down. Okay, Face Down. Okay. Um, we sent shit to like that demo to everybody, that and a shirt and like Bridge Nine, Death Wish, you know, everyone at that time. No one wanted it. And then Jason from FaceTime was like, I'll put up the record. All right, let's do it. Yeah. And then actually, um, I think Victory bought that contract out. And then we oh, that's right. signed to Victory, Victory. for like three records. Wow. Like five, right? Like tons of oh, records. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. We, us, we've like, we've saw through our whole contract with them. We're like one of the only bands. Silverstein. Has Shane never been on your podcast? No, no. I'd love to get him on there though. Are they off wow. from, He they, also has yeah, a podcast. Victory. Okay, uh, okay. Bayside was on Victory. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarhead. Scarhead was on Victory. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I even think uh, Take It Back Sunday 100% was on yeah. Victory as well. Thursday. Thursday, <laughs> oh, yeah. There was so many bands. Yeah, so, there were so man. many. That was like a so time many era, man. Yeah, definitely. Wow. It, it, had a, it had a really strong a, roster. A day to remember. That's right. Day oh, to remember, yeah. too. You know, for all the so all the crazy stuff that people have said about that label, and it's totally true, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like... They did break a lot of bands. They really a did. Lot, dude. Yeah. A lot. And you had a good experience on there? Um, it's funny. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like Tony Brummel is like just everything the same, like what everyone says that he is. Yeah. Like it's just like a total like caricature. Totally. You know? Um, but uh the thing with labels, and you know this, like, it's not just like the owners of like there's a lot of people that work at labels that really like love our bands. Hundred percent. So like right now, like we're on nuclear blast and like I have like ten people to talk to. Hey, yeah. if I need this you could probably help me with this or a digital person can help me with that or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah that's awesome. Oh, damn, Nuclear Blast. Damn, it's so Yeah. Is, is, uh, is Subculture on that label? It might be. I thought Madball oh, was on there too for they a are. second. Okay, Madball's on That's right, yeah. I wonder. He's a big Madball fan as of, as of lately. I brought him to go oh, see yeah, Madball. Only as of lately? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He opened his, yeah, and then... He, opened uh, my eyes big time. He's oh, a deep yeah. dive in them and he's obsessed with Madball, so shout out to yeah, Madball. When I, find, when I find something I like, oh, I go... <laughs> I'm surprised because like this is Toby's best friend. I know, Madball, I know, so. I know. I know. Well, we've only known each other like a, a, just over like a year. year. Yeah, oh, over he was year. on my podcast like almost yeah, a year yeah. ago, and yeah, sick. But he's yeah. a he's a punk rock skateboarder, but he loves. He yeah, he knows hardcore. Really, now he's really yeah. deep diving. I'm really trying to go to the comedy store. I was looking it up. Jeff Ross was there last night. Oh, he's yeah, always probably sure. everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> they always they have the they have the amazing lineups all the time. Sick. Oh yeah, all Jeff Ross is sick. Is he from out here? Jeff Ross is out here or no? I think East Coast. All right, so the record comes out, and then what? And then you're just on crazy touring? Just, yeah, like, come back, kind of since then, like, we haven't really stopped know, besides, like, the pandemic. That. I know. Um, but even during the pandemic, we were, like, we're keeping busy writing and stuff. Yeah. And, well, one of the last American tours with, was with you guys before all that. That was. Uh, on the East Coast. Yeah, that's right. That was a while ago, man. Holy was shit. It, uh, was it the anniversary of your... I don't know. Was it 2019 or 18? Yeah. Damn, yeah. man. It's been a minute, 19, bro. 19. So you've been nonstop with these records and touring and... Yeah, I'm so glad to be doing it again, man. Yeah. It's awesome. And I feel like now, like, we're not doing these two-month-long tours anymore. Nah. It's like It's like more like, you know, this is a 10-day run. It's more of a chill pace. Yeah. Uh, again, get an anchor to kind of help it all smooth it out, like a festival or something that mm-hmm. usually works. And it's now it's at a good schedule of, like, kind of 10 days on, a couple weeks off. Because you were going hard, like, nonstop. You guys are always touring, mm-hmm. it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it seem like a lot of people have gotten to that? What more chilled out now? Yeah, like like yeah. ten day tours. Well, also of like less a, risk with COVID, I would say. Yeah, but that too. But then also just like when you you're grinding and grinding, you're building like building up, you know. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. audiences and stuff and playing. And then you get to a place where you can pick and choose kind of like, I'll do 10 days here. You know what I'm saying? Totally. But you guys are like nonstop, I yeah. feel like. Yeah, it's been... <laughs> back and forth to Europe a lot. Yeah, and like I guess Europe festivals kind of gave us a lot of longevity, yeah. just like you guys. Yeah, I've seen you. You guys kill it, man. We, fucking... I think for the first like 10 years, me and Toby met each other. Crossing like, it was just so- in Europe. Yeah, only in Europe. Yeah, totally. Really? Yeah, playing festivals together, crossing paths, 100%, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Europe, Europe's magical, man. It's the best. Oh, I can't wait to go back to Europe, dude. I was talking to my bass player. like, I can't wait to go backstage and just sit around or walk the towns and check out the churches and get coffee and then eat shitty catering. I'd pay any money to be in Europe right now. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have a tour next month. I don't know when this podcast is out, but uh, it looks like it's like grim germany's closed uh, might just switch it to uk only or something i don't know yeah we're working on something for uk only in april we'll see yeah. what happens but i heard austria is closing down too february 1st or something and also shout out your bass player um Adam Blake. I, I was getting some inspiration from him on his podcast or his uh his instagram nice some of the weight loss stuff i really some of the cal the deficit stuff it's Ooh, very interesting Adam yeah. Blake. shout out Adam <laughs> yeah. Blake. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're 40 pounds wow man yeah, yeah. yeah were you were you going hard for a while like did you? Was this a good time to stop? I was very hungry for many for a few months. Now I've kind of like it's leveled out a little bit. Yeah, but like, so you had gained weight before or something? Or like, oh yeah, the pot. I, I think mean, just the, halfway through the pandemic, I was like, "Fuck, I gotta like get fit for like the, for the next chapter." Because you when know? you're touring, you're nonstop. That keeps the cardio up. You're on stage and they have the shows and totally. But even just like yeah, the eating, it's a lifestyle thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it goes hand in hand for sure. Definitely. So were you um. Uh, on tour, were you uh, do you kind of were you kind of going crazy on tour when you had were you like not taking care of yourself? Yeah, and it kind of catches <laughs> up to you when you're not yeah, touring for sure, for sure. And it's easy to, uh, it's just easy to kind of like slip. Yeah, I guess especially you know, and you know, I'm always the host, so yeah. when p- people are coming to the shows, hey, let's yeah, you know, here's some drinks, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what was comeback hit Australia's band at, at one point or no? No, okay, never. never. Just like us, yeah, same thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe just you were right or something. Like as a teenager, but yeah, like yeah, not yeah, real, yeah, yeah. not not even really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you grew up listening to some straight edge bands too. Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, okay, so definitely Gorilla Biscuits. We know that. Yes, uh, Disengage is the, my favorite Youth of Today. Great shit. song, just because it's more melodic, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah. Fuck. GB man for me is my favorite. Really? Yeah, my favorite. Just the melodies and just. You know, yeah. I had the honor to sing on that record, so that was a big deal. Hell yeah. Start Today was a great, one of my favorite records. Didn't know that. Yeah, man. Sang back up on the record. It's a great record, man. Just a great time, you know what I mean? Yeah. With the vegetarianism, just everything back in the 80s, like when that started kicking off. Totally. No, I was... Uh, so you were a straight-age kid growing all, up, kind all, of. All about it. I loved, loved my California takeover, Earth Crisis, oh, yeah, Snap, yeah. Uh, 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 Strife. I saw Andy from Strife actually yesterday too. That He's was the cool. best. Yeah, he was just on the pod too. Andrew rules, man. Awesome, awesome man. Andrew, sorry. Andrew, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Earth Crisis, Strife. That was your style. Too. Yeah, you totally. like the harder stuff. That, too. Yeah, the chuggy. Yeah, <laughs> but like, um, how about Seven Seconds and shit like that? Yeah, but not didn't connect as much. Like, I like it. Yeah, for sure. So, but. what was the main American band you really connected with? You think? <sighs> Maybe the first ones. Buried Alive, Hatebreed. Wow. Scott you know. Vogel, shout out to Scott Vogel, man, yeah. his first band, yeah. yeah. They're playing shows now, too. Buried I saw, Alive. I saw. Everyone in Terror is doing other things. Like, he's out doing Buried Alive. I saw Nick with uh, Piece by Piece last oh, night. Oh, yeah, I saw footage of that, yeah. Jordo in No Warning doing shit. Like, so everyone in Terror is, like, off doing other other. Oh, so he's in No Warning right now? Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think Martine was out off playing with... Uh, Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. He was? Yeah, man, oh, Terror, wow. yeah. I love the community, how it just different bands and all that. Like, totally. You stay connected like that. Yeah. I would love to like 
do a play guitar in like a side project or something. Just like mm. jump on with yeah. something. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. Do you guys have something? You guys working some new stuff too during the pandemic? We just recorded a new record. And okay. We have like three new singles out and the record comes out in January. Okay. So that's why. And that's the one, Heavy Steps? Heavy Steps. I like that name. It's a hard name. Thank you. It's something more like, it's a statement more. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is your band, you guys hang out when you're off tour and stuff? Yeah. Actually, yeah, actually, it's, it's, you know, you get older and you get tighter as you go. 100%, I bro. Um, I mean, this line, we've had a lot of different lineups, but this lineup's just really good. Everyone's sweethearts. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I vibed on these guys. And um, So how many original members have come back? Me and Jeremy, the guitar player. Okay, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. So three guys, I guess three of the newest ones, not that new anymore, but three guys live in Vancouver. Okay. Stu, Lauren, and Chase. And then Jeremy's in Winnipeg. I'm in Toronto. Okay. So. So so when you're, when you're in Comeback Kid and it starts taking off, like, did it become a full, was it like a pretty much a full-time job? That mixed with figure four, I would go back and forth. And that lasted about one or two years. And then Comeback Kid just became the full-time. The main thing. Everything, main. Yeah. yeah. So are yeah. you working jobs in between tours or kind of just chilling? Kind of, yeah. Uh, I worked with like, yeah, some special needs and oh wow, a um, little bit here and there, but then it just got too busy. Yeah. And were your parents stoked? Like they come see you play your first always, shows always and stuff. Came. Like always came because that was your goal. You really had no plan B. It was just music. Still, still yeah. is. <laughs> I was just. In, it's crazy we get older too. It's, yeah, I yeah. was just in uh, Vegas and actually Cancun. Like we started this tour in Vegas, and I went to Cancun right before this for like nice. a, a, a friend's birthday trip, and uh, just like being at like resort type things. I'm like thinking like, yeah, I could. I should probably start a cover band because that could work for like 10 years down. Totally, <laughs> Wait, man. still do comeback maybe. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not above that. Yeah. <laughs> so you just want to, do, music is all you want to do for I would prefer that. Yeah. We just saw my brother's band play called Petty Cash the other night. Yeah. He's oh, been so doing that on the side for years. It's Johnny, Johnny Cash and Tom Petty cover band. All, cool. Also with Juliet? No, nah, she, she, not in that brand. That's, but does, yeah. does he also play with her still? He does. I think they're going to work on something, supposedly. Yeah. I, I, they played not too long ago, didn't they? Julia Lunas. Yeah, they did. Over they the did. summer. Maybe, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah one yeah. show. But he's in the offspring, so he's like all over the right, place. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, what about what about songwriting or ghostwriting? Would you do shit like that? A uh, little bit. Um, I've produced a bunch of records and I've like written for that stuff. Ghostwriting, I don't think. I, I've done a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you like producing? I I do. Uh, I have not, maybe not right now. I don't want to. I just want to work, work on my own music right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I I got roped into an, a a cool record during the pandemic, and I did my own. That kind of took out a lot of the pandemic. Okay. Um, I just pitched. Um, our old bass player like works for like this like syncing company that like like links commercials. I just pitched a a Seven Eleven commercial song, and and they liked it, and then they did something else for them. And then it didn't work. Wow! So, I'm, I'm crazy, trying, man. Yeah. I'm trying. No, it was crazy because they were like, the reason why he hit me up, he's like, it's usually just like you know pop stuff. But Seven Eleven, whoever was there, wanted a song that sounded like Turnstile, and then but they wanted like early 2000 Warp vibe. So he's like, okay, just like try. I'm like, and the lyrics are, uh, what what was it? Um, so you wrote this. Fresh or free. Like if the coffee's fresh, it's fresh or not, it's free. Okay. So I did a <laughs> fresh or free. <laughs> and then I sent it in and they said, oh, actually, we want it to sound like uh, like a um, velvet revolver or something. So I think they they were really confused on the genre they wanted. Okay. 
That's crazy. But the turnstile. That's cool. G- yeah. Give yeah. me give me more opportunities. I'll write you. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fresher free. <laughs> turnstile always comes up on the podcast, and I love. They're one of my favorite newest. I know they're not new, but. Just the newest records is incredible, man. But who is the first band to play a late night talk show? You know, yes. you guys were. <laughs> I've, and I've, I've hit up Toby a lot about this because they didn't play Memory Lane on tour with us. And yeah. I, th- I think I convinced you guys to do it, didn't yeah, I? We did. Whoa. Because <laughs> that was the song they did. What, what, what uh, late night show was that? Yeah, Conan uh, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you played it on that. And then it's weird how like you find these songs that are people love so much, but then now. You maybe were insecure about it or didn't like it for some reason or what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. And now people Talking love that. that all the just, time. just that record in general is hard for me to swallow. But now when I play it, where people love to hear those songs. But back then it wasn't cool. Or maybe we thought it wasn't cool. But now yeah. people so appreciate melodic. those songs. Who, who's just, who just said it was one of their favorite records? And it was uh, the first rec- Justice. Justice. That was his first intro to H2O. Was it Justice. Go? Go yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Justice uh, Trapped on Ice's first intro to H2O. I was like, really? Hell yeah. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, we got to play on that. It was fucking awesome. That's man. crazy. That's um, how I feel like there's a we have a record, uh, the follow up to our Wake the Dead records called Broadcasting. Yep. And I hate that record. I think it's like the misstep for us. Mm. But a weird on this tour, a lot of people are like, yo, like, why don't you guys play broad like young kids? And I'm like that I think are cool. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe shit, maybe we should. Play yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's fucking man. insane. Because you, 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 it's so crazy the way you you're, you perceive something, and then once it's out there, other people perceive it a totally different way. And that's how it's supposed to be with music. But then, like, you're like, yeah, I don't really fuck with that song. But then that song, Man, we play that in South America. It's fucking crazy. People crying. I was crying. I don't even know why. I didn't, fucking, <laughs> I didn't even write that oh, song. Oh, I love that. I've, I've saying, cried on stage. Me too, yeah. man. I want to play that festival that you guys play. And I always, I saw the photos of it that um, in Colombia, the Free City Festival. Bro, I showed you a picture 50,000 people. I showed you Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bananas, bro. Dude, uh, my boy, Will. I know Will. is my it, boy, yeah. too. I've, yeah. I've like traveled with him in Colombia and stuff. I love Will, dude. But he's always promising me like we can play this park on Rock and park. park. You guys kill it, maybe. Awesome. I really need to play that festival. Yeah. Shout out to Will, I man. He takes care of us in Colombia all the time. Hell yeah. From day one. Hell yeah. Um, Immigrant would, records. Immig- yes. <laughs> yeah, fucking. You should play those songs, man. It's crazy. But you hate that record, huh? Why do you hate it? Mm, it's kind of like techie, a little bit proggy. It was like post. I don't know. So it's What just, was the inspiration for it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to do, do, do lots, of, lots of like. Yeah. I'm not, I don't like techie stuff anymore. But don't you do, hate when bands oh, make the same record over and over again, though? Mm-hmm. And you want to be creative. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to make the same record over and over again. I like again. more like a song structure now, like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus okay. breakdown. And that would be like seven parts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but but you, want to be, you still want to stay creative and not get bored, too, you know? Totally. Do you, totally. Like, play, you like playing new songs in the set? I do. We are, we're okay. playing one or like the new, the title track, Heavy okay. Steps, right now. But again, I, I, well, especially in the states, they want to hear the, like the hits. So I'm, I'll yeah. give I'll give them what they want. Especially as a singer <laughs> for a a heavy band, all we care about is the crowd reaction. Yes. You know. So and so the, you know if there's a song that's not getting reaction, I'm gonna pull a Vogel and say, no, we're not playing that shit anymore. I've done that too. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Sorry so, guys. So how do you guys? I, I, I feel the I can tell the crowd if they're going off to either newer shit or maybe. I don't, even, I don't even know what's new anymore. 2008, nothing to prove shit. Or if they're going, if I'm playing some older stuff and you get the vibe of the crowd, you can tell what they're, what they, what they want to hear. Fast shit or breakdown shit. So you wait, get the vibe. how do you guys like intro like a new new song? I hate doing it. You got to, you dip your feet in. I know, really? Man. Like I've actually, it's worked this, but I've like been like, all right guys, I know like I, we want to get out of the way early too. Yeah. So it'll be <laughs> the start of the second block and I say, 
and everyone's hype already. It's like I know that it's like a new song, but like, come on, help me out on this. Like, I'm a wrangler. I like no, ran- I, I wrangle the troops together. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. always trying to get pe- you know how it is yeah, as, as a singer to. for a hardcore band. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm always, I was just always curious of that because with comedy, it's different. We got to just we just go out there and it's it's just a new joke that you. That's throw what out I'm there. saying. But it's but it's a completely different. Sounds it sounds completely different from a aspect of a band like we we, yeah. we don't have like weird feelings about throwing a new joke because it's but I mean, you don't want to hear a like, jo- you don't want to hear a joke twice necessarily yeah. so but music you want to hear all like the same the, shit yeah all the time. you want to hear that True. Rep- repetitive that makes sense yeah but it's also so like, it's, so it's a, you're taking a leap when you throw in a yeah a but, new song okay so when you come back and play somewhere you just played before you're not trying to do the same set no because those same people might come back and see you yeah no so it's kind of try to same, switch it up it, yeah so like but but then in reverse, it's almost like bands come and they, the kids want to hear their favorite song no matter what. And if you bump out a song in that set for some new track, I don't know, man. It's hard, man. I I, I brought my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. brought my brother to a Smashing Pumpkins show for his birthday one time. Damn. And I remember it was right when they released a new record. Like this is like eight years ago or something. And they played all just their new record. And then like maybe five hits at the end. I was so oh, disappointed. Like, oh, yeah. So I've always remembered that kind yeah. of thing. And. Just, just play. Just, just make. That makes sense. Make I'm trying to think if an artist did that. Enjoy themselves. Yeah. 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 How, yeah. I don't. Yeah. What, what is that? Why would, why would one do that? Is it just, it's a, some weird flex. Wanna, oh, uh, to flex more than Billy I Corkin, trying to push. I don't know. Billy Corkin can do that. But also, we just watched, we just watched the Kanye show, and Kanye came out with a new song, but then he went to all of his bangers like right in the beginning. Mm. I've never seen him do that, and the crowd goes crazy. crazy. Like, I know you have to mix it up in there somehow. Some bands are able to play their new songs, and everyone is into it but yeah. not yeah. my band <laughs> that, that depends if there's like a song that's been out for a while or a video that's been out for a while it's totally the timing too right and, and you always hope that like with your new stuff like this is going to be the one that's going to like you know transcend and i feel like like the, the, the song that we have like the stuff mm-hmm. that we're coming up with now it's working yeah it's not like dud at all yeah okay. it's but it's going to take a little bit of time to get to where the other ones are yeah, the songs. Especially when you love something so much, you're so proud of something new you made. Totally. And you want them to love it just as much as the other shit. So it know? is a, a build. It's a build to it. Yeah, for sure. Especially now, first time playing a while and coming up to West Coast. It's been a minute. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I want to talk about you getting robbed in Alabama or something in the oh, hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> like what, ha- what? What year was this? And this was like a month, two months ago. Like, and what were we doing in Alabama? Okay, so we played uh, Furnace Fest. Oh which, yeah, heard that was which, amazing. Man. Yeah, so Furnace Fest is. I'll give you the whole thing. Furnace Fest is a festival we played back, like Figure Four, I think, did. Yeah, maybe it's, Comeback it's OG Kid. OG Festival. Two, early 2000s. Came back, did it. And I feel like Comeback Kid had like one of the better sets of the weekend. Yeah. So I was on such a high. Like I'd been like, like thinking about that fest for a long time before it happened. So it was such a great, great night and seeing so many awesome bands and friends. And then I went back to the hotel. My band had left, or most of the guys had left to... Um, nashville to get a flight out and i was leaving the next day and i guess i like just i don't know if i like my door was ajar or like i just didn't close it enough but i fell asleep on the bed um and so someone must have come in this dude must have come in and while i was sleeping like hovering over me took my phone my like money and then i woke up and he had my bag in his hand i jumped up at him i was clothed still holy shit jumped up at him just did like wrestle i remember looking in his eyes Holy it, it's weird because I was like, it was really scary. I was so desperate to get my bag back, but yeah. I could see the fear in his eyes as well. Like we were like eye to eye, you know? Yeah. Holy shit. And it's luck- a rush for everybody. And yeah. so I got my bag I back. I got a rush. And then he like got out and I shut the door and I'm shaking, you know? And uh, 
He had yeah. no mask on, nothing, right? Yeah, and so I'm just lucky that he didn't like shoot me or stab yeah. me or something. And I ended up going to the front desk. I the room wasn't under my name. I was confused. So, and then the, they called the cops, and the cops was like, "What do you want me to do?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know either." And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> he, he had your bag though. You got I got bag. my bag yeah, back. Yeah, but I'm an idiot. I didn't have like a, I didn't have like a, a code on my phone at the time, and it's like the dude like started like messaging people that's why i made what? A, that's why i made a thing of it I, pu- I put a post on my instagram saying hey like was he posting on your gram too no he just went on uh facebook messenger and whatsapp and like tried to he got a couple it was like messaging people for money and so from that i got uh, his paypal and uh so i found his facebook from that and also he sold my phone on facebook marketplace to a dude and the dude got my phone with all and actually contacted me so i was able to buy my phone off the guy who bought it but i have this dude whoever the dude that robbed me i know his instagram and his facebook right now but what am i gonna do yeah he's packing in his photos like wow what am i gonna do just a regular dude nobody from our world no no totally it was like a really sketchy hotel (laughs) holy shit that's fucking crazy so you had to buy your phone back from somebody on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So I actually have that phone, and I got the another one from insurance. But I don't know if I should like Holy give a, give the other phone back. I don't want to yeah. fuck my insurance up. Nah, so. dude. At least I have it, and all my shit's on it. Oh yeah. And now I have a password on my phone now. Yeah. That's fucking Good. scary, man. Holy shit. Yeah. So, so you just hopped up on him, just like got it. What, yeah. No. It, just no, no, dude. Instinct. Like it, no, it's more like we we're wrestling over the bag. Oh. So it just kind of rocking. Oh, just standing up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I didn't like no no blows. Holy shit! And uh, so ever since then, like I was really, really shook, and so I was kind of like, "Fuck yeah!" I was scared. I know. I was scared about my next trip. Actually, Uh, just like super anxious about it. Uh, That was to fest on the East Coast and stuff. But now I've been back, and I'm feeling good now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fuck, man, that's fucking crazy story, man. Holy shit! (laughs) And I actually, (laughs) I went to New York after that. Um, just for like, my plan was to go to the city and go to. uh, So I was in uh, Bushwick, and I didn't have like. My Vax things are so I went to an internet cafe, I printed out like my Vax wow. thing, and uh, actually my big like uh, oh because it's on your phone. Your yeah, phone yeah. Gone. Oh shit. My big uh, proud of myself moment was I took a tr- the train from Brooklyn to um, Manhattan to go see Neil Brennan. Actually, oh wow. And uh, comic fan on, yeah. on on my own, like no no phone directions. I yeah. pr- I like wrote wrote out shit. wrote out the directions, yeah. took the subway, yeah. transferred everything. That's awesome. So it was pretty good. Like I, uh, it's some big boy shit. I yeah, love it. I, I it, it with was, the to a comedy show. Uh, I brought um, real bad from Deanne from oh, yeah, Nuts, yeah. yeah. Shout him out too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's awesome. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Holy <laughs> shit, great. you're a big comic fan, huh? More so, like, yeah, like podcasts got me. In, and, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm way more into it now, I guess, than I've ever been. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Amazing. I yeah. really want, like, I've I've been to the comedy cellar and like, you know, looked at, I see the table and the kind of like yeah. fanboy a little the bit. The table that all the comics like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Holy amazing. Fuck, Alabama shit's crazy. Oh, I know. Damn, bro. Is it, I just to think to wake up to that, I'd you 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 immediately it. like this has to be a dream, but it's not. Well, it was weird too because when I saw the person, it didn't seem like he was like i was almost like oh yo like someone's in my like it didn't seem intimidating somehow but i don't know it was just quick yeah. was he a bigger dude no no he was like skinny fuck yeah but, <laughs> also, you, yeah. but you know everything about him now his name all that shit yeah just yeah. in the back of your mind yeah you know, but yeah, yeah. at first like what are we gonna do i gotta get this guy but what what am i gonna do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least you're all good at least you're safe you got your yeah, shit that, yeah yeah fuck. that's good yeah so, I mean, so we got money off some of your friends one friend, ah, yeah, but we contacted a few. 
a few a few girls. Oh. <laughs> wow, dude. Mostly, yeah. Did he get a lot of money? No. Oh. And they got it back. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Great. yeah. But like, yeah, if he started posting on your ground, they've been re- even crazier like, too. Like, like, baby, I'm outside. I'm stuck. Like, that's the kind of stuff he was saying. <laughs> I need I need help. They're going to get me. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally like crazy person thinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, Most it's, people, yeah, yeah. It sounds like homie takes some stuff on a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'll get <laughs> and it. I mean drugs. Fuck, man, that's <laughs> fucking nuts, man. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't, I've never really like fought too much ever, really. So I'm just trying to think, yeah. Yeah. I got smashed. I got smashed in the face in the pit last night, though. I thought oh, you I, did. I, I got a windmill to the face. Oh shit! I was in the front. <laughs> I was having a good time. <laughs> yeah, you hit an eye or something in your face. Right here, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. So you know, you seem like you're more a more peaceful kind of guy. Yes, one hundred percent. You're more chill, yeah. Very. I try to be Canadian. I know, I know. <laughs> but you, but you were in the pit. You just had you felt it last night. Oh, I was. There. It was like smi- Like I just do the the jump up and down, singer. Like I don't yeah. know. There's no like actual moshing going on, but <laughs> <laughs> but definitely like up there for no like it, well no warning's been playing before us on this tour. So since they played last night, we played tonight. The, yeah. This festival. Um, I just I was able to kind of let Enjoy, loose a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. yeah. Fuck man. So how long has Comeback Kid been together for now? Twenty one years. We wow, missed our twentieth anniversary. So we'll have to do COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um so we'll have to do something for the twenty five, I guess. That's amazing run, man. Yeah. That's fucking and when you guys first came out as a Canadian band, was were people very warm welcoming into America, like the hardcore shows and didn't matter you guys are from Canada. Yeah, well was it hard to get like your name out there? Figure four gave yeah. we we had we could really piggyback off the old band and yeah. I created all the connections with that i booked a lot of other bands too okay. around then so that's kind of how i knew a lot of people booked them in winnipeg no no i i was because remember i told you uh that this dude gave me a bunch All of contacts yeah, to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. i started booking us but then i started booking a lot of, of other bands yeah my one i guess claim to fame with booking is this is pre like things that happened but i booked an as dying tour as well like okay. when i was like 20 wow yeah yeah and that's that's a big one too, man. They yeah, were they're, just they're, starting out. They were just okay, starting okay. out there. Oh, okay. It was f- right before they popped. Okay. Yeah. The wow. first time I ever saw someone with a wireless uh, computer was at Tim Lumbesis. Okay. At his wow. house. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is that? What is that? I've never seen that before. This is like 2001 or yeah. through two or something. Wow. And so everybody in the band just does. You just do the band right now. It's all you have right now. Currently, yeah. During the pandemic, uh, I also started getting like working in film, like doing like transportation drive, like uh, like driving the truck, like the camera truck or the grip truck or whatever. Yeah. And then also sometimes like cast and crew, I would drive. Oh, that's cool. Um, and like the PA work. Yeah. 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 Well, I I call it transport, but (laughs) yes, it is. It is PA. It is PA. But uh, and the 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 boss there that hires me, he's been you know, if I was home, I might consider it. But luckily, like I'm. I'm just doing the band all the time. And when we're not on tour, uh, just with the record release and stuff, like I manage it pretty much. You do so, it all yourself. So yeah. I'm click clack all day long. I'm, I'm just sitting in silence in my living room, like on my computer. How long have so, you been doing that with the band for being the kind of manager? Um, our last manager would have been three years. We've had a bunch of managers. Yeah, me too, man. You end up doing it yourself it, anyway, man. And, ble- and a lot of people teach me a lot of things. A lot of those guys have taught me a lot of things. But at the same time, sometimes when you're like given a lot of money after a tour, you're like, fuck, maybe I should just I know, do this. <laughs> is, is there a specific, because we have a specific percentage in comedy and stuff. Is it what, is 15 there, is the manager. Fi- yeah, 15. 15 is the manager yeah. percentage. And then obviously 
the touring agent, the booking agent, take booking agent, fifteen or ten. I can't Something, remember. <laughs> but it's Damn. like what I was saying before is like I had a, I had a bunch of managers too, but like you're not going to get shit done fast enough or the way you really want unless you do it yourself. And, and you have to wait for the guy to deal with other bands or other artists. The it's problem like, is we're so, I, I, I probably micromanage. Like I, it has to go through me anyways. Me too. And yeah, maybe we're missing out on some like cool opportunities by not having or like not being in the conversation sometimes, but it is what it is. But you see, you see good result from what you're doing right now. Yeah, so, totally right. so then why even? And to like have like a booking agent too, like people that really care about the, 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 vision and the goal and like the longevity and like the strategy it's that really helps too yeah. so i have like p and business management type people so i have people that i can like riff with about like yeah what we need to do and how to make things happen like so it's i'm not totally on my own yeah like with and the the, the, the band's all awesome too yeah mm-hmm. we have a booking agent too and um but also like i remember like having different managers mean i'd be tag teaming them in emails like we need to like just let us breathe. Let us do our job. But we, we want it done now. The band wants it done now. Like, if we see a vision or we have a tour or an opportunity or if our friend said, I want to take you on tour, like, and then let's make this happen and deal with their managers. Like, I just love... Especially, so especially when man. you know you can make it happen. Yeah, it's like, I know I can make this happen right yeah. now and yeah. you're not doing anything and I don't want to wait on you. And it's hard to no, be patient sense. about shit, yeah. too. And do you... Ha- how many pe- people are in your camp? So I have, yeah, I, have a, I have a manager and then I have my touring agents. Right, that go on tour with you. No, they don't go on tour with oh, me, but like manager booked. and booking agent. Yeah, yeah. And manager. when you go on tour, do you uh, just go by yourself? Yeah, I'll go by myself, or I'll bring I bring a homie with me because nice. it's so boring. Does, does he collect? Your, <laughs> does he collect your money, or you get wired? But who? My agent? Like uh, your your friend that comes with you? Does he like do your business stuff? Get your yeah. no, 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 no. I do all my. I you, do all you, my. You're you're your TM. Do you yeah. you collect yeah. money at the shows, or do you send it to your? No, manager? I collect all that shit. Cash. Oh, wow. cash. You, cash. you, you settle up at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. Settle up at the end of the night. Super deal. I do all. Yeah. All that shit I said, oh, I, I, I asked him for like a breakdown. Like I want a breakdown of the whole weekend. Yeah. Give me all that stuff. What, what, uh, how much was made here, here, here. Nice. How many tickets were purchased? When, like, when's the Toronto gig? <laughs> I don't know. You gotta come out. I'm coming. Last time I performed, I've, I've performed in Canada twice. I did uh, Edmonton and I did Montreal. Sick. Yeah, it was great. Uh, just for laughs. Yeah, I did just for laughs. Festival. Yeah, Hell I did yeah. that in 2019. Cool. 2019. Is that the one with Rollins? No, Rollins. No, that was a rock festival. I did okay, this guy loves Rollins. Just, just for laughs is like a comedy fest in uh, Montreal. That's really it's popular. like two two okay. weeks or it's like all a, types of venues. I think. Yeah, all yeah, it's dope. Would you ever do comedy? Let's go. Like, teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you love it. It seems like he goes for everything. I, know, I, can, I can tell you love it though. Yeah, for sure. Um, so your your goals are just music. Any type of way to do music, write, yes. produce, everything. Yeah, like uh, I'm. I think I'm just. Uh, ADD ish. Uh, so you know, I Respect like that. I like doing I like producing a record uh, for younger bands. I like doing my own thing. I yeah. like then I like going on tour. But like if something goes too long, then I, maybe I'll I, I I need to switch it up. Yeah, you get bored I, maybe. Yeah, I think so. That's why it's just you know, like for example, if this European if your European tour happens doesn't happen next month. I'm thinking because it's cold in Canada, like I should I should snowbird snowbird somewhere. Like I'm been like flirting with coming down here, or like maybe going to like South America. I don't know. I just yeah. I just want to now that we're now that it's like life's like the world's going. I'm like yeah. I'm going. Do you have a wife or kids? I'm totally single. Oh, so you're fucking just in it, bro. Yeah. You can do anything you want, yeah. dude. Yeah. You could go snowboarding for a month or everything. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of snowboard. Uh, I'm from Arizona, so a lot I of would let. Go down there. I I don't know how to snowboard, but I oh, okay. Like, I thought you did that. I should. I will ski, and I'll. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, our guitar player was just talking about that. He was, he's like, I just, I don't really have like time. I don't think I'll, t- I'll just, if I, we want to enjoy our day, we'll just go skiing because it'll, I'll fall too much if I'm trying yeah. to learn how to snowboard and stuff. And the other guys in the band have kids? Jeremy has uh, two kids. Okay. And Lauren, our drummer, is about to have his first. Are you like married to like rock and roll on the road and you might never get married to have kids? Is that your thing or not? I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You just kind of, you just kind of live. I love it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I, who knows, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any regrets in your life? Uh, probably just like acting like an idiot places <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, drinking too much or something. Yeah. Are, are you more sober these days or? Um, I'd like to say so, but, and I, I definitely watch out for it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, for this, the last tour on the East Coast, we started out in at Gainesville Fest. Yeah. And usually like, because we all live in different cities, we meet up, we're all so yeah, excited to be with yeah. each other. You know, um, McTurnan and like, or like Be Well's there, those guys. Love well. And we're just excited to be there. Wilhelm Scream was there with, and we, and then we called it like the fest flu. Like we kind of just kind of got a little bit sick after that. So this one, I was like, I just want to make like, let's it, ease in. Just, yeah. Uh, all, everything's cool, but we do sometimes get excitable and yeah. And like, again, we like to host sometimes totally. and everyone's you, coming that hasn't seen us yeah. in ages. So yeah. Do you cut, did you cut back a lot more ever since like with understanding your weight loss and how to approach all that as far as like drinking uh dude i just i have a i used to do the calorie counting but now i just kind of have like ways that i know how to do it yeah that shit gets really tedious. a lot a lot of like just veggies and fruit during the day if much and then i'll eat dinner Nice. that's good yeah it's real good yeah we were on the fitness app for a second the that calories my, my and all fitness that. Gets crazy, i want i want to i want to do i woke up this morning and saw the hollywood sign i'm thinking i was thinking about the podcast i want to do that runyon canyon yeah sometime. Man, course, oh yeah man. you do a lot of hiking too I would love to. You do a lot of cardio? Yeah, I do a lot of mountain climbers. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. You done I, it before? Yeah, the mountain climbers, they'll kick your ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, um, it's consistency. Like, I'm very consistent with everything. Yeah, and it's like, full, okay. that's yeah. like a full body thing. So, like, I mean, you feel it pretty much everywhere. You yeah, know? yeah. Is that just like climbing up the things? No, no, no. no, no. no. It's on you, the ground. You, you lay on the ground and, like, you're, like, not on all fours. Like, your hands are planted and you, like, basically... You know, okay, okay. When I don't have much time, it's I know just what you're talking about. Tw- yeah. Like just a short, like I do the timer, burpees, those, and then Ooh. it's pretty much good. Like, so you not you knock out like a pretty like what, like what, fi- minutes? So, so, sometimes if I don't have time, minutes. I'll just do a 15 minute guy and I'll just yeah. like see that's that's yeah. what's good. Most people don't realize that they have the time to like at least do that, and you get it in and you and, did, you, you worked yourself out for the day. Yeah, and I've been learning too. Like you don't have to sweat to get like cal- cal- like you. I could be at the venue and just do some squats for a bit and like yep. Just because I'm not like totally gassed doesn't mean like it doesn't do a good dude that's a lot of discipline that's really good yeah, but, but like to do that on the road is... i have to though like dude yeah. i'm 40 now like i <laughs> i really i really don't want to yeah. like fuck this one up yeah <laughs> you know yeah do you feel the difference on stage with the weight loss you gotta be so much lighter i think and... so yeah yeah i'm like i really like this you know what is this podcast about like one life one chance right yeah, like but sure, that's definitely man. like my like you know as corn like i'm not trying to be corny but it's like this is I have, this is my chance to like, yeah, and it, you know, like I've had moments where I've been like, uh, you know, you, like, you've probably seen me in Europe. Like I'm yeah. getting wasted and stuff like yeah. that. I just, I can't, I gotta like be a little more like sharp now. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, 
I can tell. I can tell where you're vibing. Every your energy too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I hate fucking burpees though, man. I hated it. Now I'm, I'm into it now. Like but what, now? Once, yeah, once you get like once you okay. do them so much, you just like <laughs> doing a burpee. You know. Okay. You, just, you fuck with it too, still? Yeah, I do them all. Yeah, Damn, do burpees. So fucking. Yeah, we so, hit a lot of burpees and the sled pushes, and you, you do know, all that. All that. How fast did the weight come off? Um, really quick, mm, like six months. Wow. Six, wow. F- four months. Noom. Shout out Noom. <laughs> that's the that's that was the app. That oh, the, oh, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What it told you the workouts or? Uh, no, it, like they just kind of talk about like food and like they uh, switch it up into like green food, yellow food, and red food. Oh wow! And you can eat everything, but like red food, like really limit. Yellow food, not as much. Green food, you can eat all the food you want. Yeah. So man. you want a bigger? I want a bigger plate. I'm gonna put like tons of broccoli and veggies on the plate and still feel oh. like I'm like getting fuller. I want you to send me that, please. That's yeah, like, I will. Awesome. I yeah. Will. yeah. Yeah. So red is what? Strawberries? That. No, red red tomatoes. is bad. Red I know, is I'm thinking strawberries, tomatoes. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Red food is not saying. Red food is like the bad food. The like bad food. Steak, like, chocolate. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. I thought it was my color. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Green food I, I is sorry. Yeah, green yeah, means go. Okay. Yeah. yeah green's yeah, like, so they got meat in the bad spot. Wow. No, it, but again, with that whole thing, they're not, they're not saying don't eat anything. It's just like limit it. So, yeah. you know, moderation. Put, put your. It's like this is how much red you can have. Okay. Okay. The, okay. Okay. okay you know, it's what it tells you. Exa- right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yellow, like yellow ha- like, be cautious, but you're still good. And then green, like eat all the food eat you all want. The green, like, yeah. My bad. Pretty so, much what you color do. No. You do. You honestly do a lot of that already. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Fuck. So you, you everything's balanced. So are you vegetarian or are you on and off? I'm, I'm not. I'm okay, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you? I'm ninety nine point nine percent vegan. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you gotta I, balance it all, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally. balancing it all. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy's the really vegan guy of our band. Yeah. yeah. So do, do you do you drink before you play or no? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, talk, I remember Vogue, we talk, talk, Vogue about like taking the shots before you and all that stuff, and just yeah. ease off the nerves and shit like that. Yeah, uh, still totally like deal with anxiety and stuff. So sometimes that helps, and sometimes doesn't. Yeah, anxiety is a big part of your life for sure. Yeah, I was nervous to do this podcast. No, you're fucking. Great. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's, it's great. I, I get I get nervous too on shit too. Still, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but it's just the not knowing, or what is it? What do you think it is? I don't know. Just don't want to. Fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, a, no, you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stresses. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stresses. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And de- have, having the good jitters before shows is a pretty fun feeling. 100%. Are you, are, you, are you a hard critic on yourself? I think so. Yeah. But, I think we all are, too, when you get off stage or just whatever. Like, that was bad or I thought it was bad. Then people are like, no, it was good. Like, you think it's the worst yeah. always. Is there, is there for this, I guess this is for both of you guys. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about what comedy before right before we go up. Uh, there's some, like times at a show i'll get like you know good jitters and then there's some like and it'll be like because we do weekends Mm -hmm. we'll do like thursday through saturday of of shows at a club Mm -hmm. uh but there's one sometimes there'll be one night where i'm like why am i feeling so nervous about you guys ever feel like that level or is it like always pretty pretty consistent of your jitters i I always have to go to the bathroom before i play i don't know why totally i have to get dumped no matter where i am that's a, that's a big thing for you. Almost my whole life in this band, I have to go to the bathroom before. I always get a nervous stomach. I don't know why. But once you walk out, you can have all these things in your mind, whatever it is, life. Just and you walk as soon as you walk on stage, you get the mic. 
or whatever you look and you start singing just go i feel like it goes away you know yeah and it also depends who you're playing with if there's yeah. a band that's like crushing it before you're like fuck we got <laughs> oh play so that, you the, feel that in uh like in, you're like we can't too. follow this up Ooh, wow true too. Yeah. like we don't want to play after this band or whatever or you just sometimes there's a vibe and that's like, great i don't know if these people are gonna fuck with us and then it's always awesome when they do yeah that's amazing yeah because yeah, with, with stand-up comedy like there's times where like where I've had to like follow Bill Burr. Right? Damn. Yeah, so it's like, and this, he got a standing ovation when he walked, like he just walking on stage, he got a standing <laughs> ovation. So it's like, Oh, I have to follow that. Totally. You know I didn't totally. know that happened for like bands. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and, and I, Oh, that's crazy. Also for, sometimes I don't even want to watch if I hear the crowd. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, really? I have to play sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. And for our style of music, hardcore, whatever it's, we're so obsessed as front men with the crowd reaction and how much they go crazy. If they, if they're right. like the whole crowd could like love the songs and be totally into it. And we'll feel like we're not doing the right thing. If they're not like beating the fuck out of I each know, other. I That's know. interesting that you say that because with stand up, there's times where we'll do a set and the crowd will just be like, kind of, they're enjoying it. They're enjoying it, but they're not like reacting. Yeah. And then when you get off stage, you're like, Oh my God, that was one I of the know, most incredible dude. things. And I'm right. like, but you showed no, <laughs> it's such, like no yeah. emotion. To you can't it. read it. Yeah, yeah, you can't read it. But you feel like you're like just up there doing terrible. Oh, it's kind of cool. Like the similarities it has. Like as 100%. far as yeah, going no, up I, on stage. I, I noticed cool that a lot about now that I'm like more into that kind of stuff. Like yeah, yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I would never want to play after Madball. That was always been a fear, like in my band. Like it might have happened at a festival. Or something I was like, I'll never want to play after. Really? Yeah, man. It's just kill it fucking yeah, incredible the, man the best. it's powerhouse it's <laughs> tight it's everything it's, I would say Comeback Kid is a mix like to me we're like a mix between like Madball Propaganda and like Lifetime or something like that That's you know it. it's like melodic but we got the yeah, heavy stuff heavy parts uh-huh. dude so, so those are the infl- uh, Chain of Strength oh Chain of Strength was my favorite cha- uh, straight okay, edge band damn. now coming back to that okay, one okay awesome wow okay. I saw them once in LA when they got back together okay so that was a big one for you. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, more than Youth of Today, even almost. Wow. Oh, and Shelter was like, I'm I like Shelter a lot. Great melodies. That Mantra record that Adam played on is mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, you, you yeah, you just recently showed me that. Yeah, one. Yep. here yep. we go. That record was just uh-huh. totally. Yeah, that's a great melody. Yeah, that, 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 those. Are I'd like to hang out with Ray Cap. Like I've, I think I've met him once uh, in uh, Czech Republic or something. They played yeah. a festival, but I would love to like. Just hang with him and talk to him. <laughs> we love singing. Slow down. Yeah. Been, he's, we been deep di- he's been deep diving youth today a lot, yeah. too. So what is this like? Hardcore is kind of like some new well, stuff? I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I grew up in Arizona. And that's how I explain it to people. I grew up in Arizona, which is west of the States, mm-hmm. obviously. And so what we get is a lot of West. Mm-hmm. You know, so the punk that we were like introduced to is a lot of you know, yeah, the Black Flag, the Circle Jerks, all the like those yeah, yeah, big yeah. California bands, just bands of the West. Not so much the New York hardcore yeah. or any of that stuff like hit our way. It was kind of like that with uh, hip hop too, where I grew up. Like it was a lot of like you just heard like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Easy. Like that's all the stuff that you know of that world that we heard. Never, not so much the Nas and mm-hmm. Biggie, all that stuff. So like it's it is kind of a newer. Yeah. thing to me yeah you know, yeah well you got the you got the the man right here <laughs> yeah Johnny, yeah, yeah. So. i know it's, like it's, it's been really cool like you know he'll, he'll tell me stuff tell me stories you know um oddly enough uh, someone i've always known about was stigma you've always known about him always known about because you know he would pop up in a lot of the 
uh, punk rock documentaries oh, that I would watch. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in uh, a lot of them, so I, I always knew about him. So it was really exciting to actually. Yeah, he was at a show in New York. We, he flew out for the show it was a couple months ago, and Stigma was there. Got to meet him, and like. Yeah, it's a different world, but it's really it's 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 amazing. It's it's, it's yeah. cool. It's cool to a lot of characters. Do, <laughs> do you're, you're a character too, man. Uh, so do you always do the the red eye back home after those New York shows? Sometimes, yeah, 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 yeah. You go right away. It's like yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, we used to. Yeah, we, this time we stayed the night, but we usually bounce. Like oh, I flew out early that morning. Oh, you yeah, you came back for the podcast. That was tough. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, New York was pretty much yeah. Was that, was that a big inspiration to you too? A lot of New York one, fans? Yeah. 100%. Oh, I, we played CBGB's once. Before, okay. Yeah, with, uh, with Bane. Uh, really like 04 maybe or something like that. Um, and yeah, like I've, I've watched all the documentaries, all <laughs> the things, you know. Yeah. Um, but also maybe that kind of like Syracuse. Yeah. Straight edge. Uh, that scene and like the there was some kind of connection to Canada there a little yeah. bit. So we watched VHSs of those shows, you yeah. know, that like mid tier, like brother's keeper, uh, snap like case? despair, snap case, yeah. you know, all, so it wasn't like the old, old school stuff, but yeah. it, like, to, I mean, now it no, is. For but. Sure, yeah. I love snap case too, man. The late nineties stuff. Yeah. Mm, no one did a lot of bands are on victory as well too. 100%. Um, and so, how, so the last record came out in 2017? 17, yeah. Outsider? Outsider. That's yeah. the last one. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, LP7. Wow. And uh, Damn, that's pretty good. How many, 21 years? Yeah, so like, you know, a record every like four years. I kind of I like that because yeah. I was realizing that we only have seven records out in 26 years. So I was like, <laughs> damn, we did shit. And that's just, that's four lanes. You know what I mean? We take like, now we're doing like seven year gaps in between records. We did it. Three times in a row. I don't know. It's so fun. when you when you guys do that, I feel like I'm not doing shit. When you guys do that, do you feel like you this, could write a? You should write some more. Songs. Yeah, we gotta do it. It's been like <laughs> do seven you feel years. this thing from like fans where it's like, all right, it's been 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 four years. Do it, you feel that? Or? Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's weird though because people want new songs, but then they just want you to hear you play old stuff. <laughs> you literally, you're we're writing records so that we can like keep on playing festivals in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah, just yeah. not get bored with the same songs. No, I, I, we, I, we love writing songs and stuff too. And like the pandemic probably like, like we were planning on doing it anyways. So for the world to shut down and like we actually had to, yeah, you know, that, yeah. that it worked and gave us something to do during that time. And No, totally. But yeah, there is that just need to create and make new music and not play the same shit. You know, like he's right. But even though you, most of your set list is all your, your bangers, or you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. all your songs that yeah. people want to hear. That's so interesting. You throw, you throw the new one in there; it's like, fuck, man. Yeah, just they're like, we want a new record, but then this is a hardcore curse, though. It's not <laughs> yeah. just like not. You I think you're right. Yeah, yeah hardcore punk curse. Yeah, they, they they need the the nostalgia, but music is all time and place, right? You're gonna like love the stuff that you first liked. Totally. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. gonna, and that's why now you'll see like all these guys that or guys and girls that are like into like really hard stuff like whatever like oh man i love this like emo band or like it's because when they were 15 years old they heard like silverstein or something like yeah. that you know yeah uh and they that always <laughs> stuck with them yeah and now they're like you know i know are you, are you listening to new bands too you keep your eye tons on tons of okay. new shit uh there's two great bands that are on tour with us right now uh both from california one's called scowl 
Okay. Uh, oh, and the female singer. Yeah. Yeah. And I just heard about them recently. Check them out. Okay. So good. Really and, good. And Zulu is out with us right Zulu. now. Zulu. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, you really told good about, too. You told me about Zulu. Yeah. So we told me about them. They yeah. are so sick. Like a power violence. Damn. It's dope. Yeah, dude. That's amazing. Where are they from, Zulu? Uh, L.A. L.A. Okay. Shit. Yep. Okay. Damn. Okay. They're black it's power the, band. Black yep. power. Like. Wow. Yeah. It's dope. And oh, there's this. Yeah. There's tons of new shit that I love. Uh, Pain of Truth from New York City is like the new like hard shit. Okay. Uh, you know the 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 Backtrack Brothers. Yeah. And all, yeah. It's one of their brothers. Okay. Sings in it. Uh, this band called Speed from Australia was really turns me on. Speed. Uh, I don't know. Like I That's like. Awesome. There's it's yeah, an I'm exciting time me. in hardcore right now. Yeah. I'm gonna write, write this down. And, <laughs> and I love all styles of music. Yeah, I was but. gonna say there's some there's some stuff that people would be surprised you listen to. Tons, tons. I mean, I, I mean. Wait, I, what was that other the New York band you said? Oh, uh, so pa- I got pain of pain of truth. Pain of truth. <laughs> yeah. Watch, I'll, watch, I'll do my thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you like super melodic and poppy stuff too as well. Tons, tons. Um, you know, Pet Shop Boys, Robin. Uh, Robin, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite newer like rock bands um, is called the DMAs. They're not new anymore. Okay. DMAs, they're like kind of Oasis worship stuff, uh, but they maybe would have like a, a get like um, some electronic elements now. And okay, stuff. so that's pretty cool. And uh, all like all kind all kinds of music. you love Oasis too. Yeah, I saw I saw Liam or I saw Liam uh, at Reading, band. Reading Festival. Reading Festival, like by accident, like. Two months ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Two months ago? A couple months ago at Reading. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Young Blood killed that festival as well. Like, that's maybe a band, someone oh, that, that I, uh, I shouldn't I know, like. I know the name. I shouldn't yeah. like he, it. He's it's, like, is he a, so he, he raps? raps? No, no, no. It's, uh, he's like, just like pop punk or like, pop kind punk? Of like metal. Okay. I thought, okay. I thought he had some like rap too. I think, yeah. but, but he's, he's, a, he's just he an individual. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then also in that world. Yeah. Uh, I, Shout out to uh, Little Lotus. He has a song called "Girl Next Door," which is like super guilty pleasure of mine okay. right now. Oh, really? Yeah, like that. Kind of, yeah, I'm sure Travis Barker plays is like oh, that, yeah. you know that kind of world. That, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the world he's in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. We were going hard on Vanessa Carlton the other day. Oh man, we were bumping that. Like, so we go. We like. I love going that far as well. Did you watch that making the making of the song? He just he just told me about it. Yeah, incredible man. I love that man. Yeah, I love that show with like. Where they showed like Blur vs Oasis with VH1 show. Oh like no, that no, was something. on that was on Netflix. It was like the Brit pop, like it, it was like a bunch of different like talks about like a lot of different stuff. It talked about the era of like Boys to Men. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it talks about like the era of like Oasis. And, you and see, then I think it's like hitting like the nineties. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then it talked about Auto Tune with T Pain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great show. Yeah, and then um, like lots of like newer like. Hip hop and R and B is like Coyla Ray, I think. Oh, Coyla Ray, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I know that she, name. She, she, I mean, I think she was dating this guy from Toronto named Pressa, who's like another like uh-huh. rapper up from up there. You fuck with Drake? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's amazing, man. And uh, tons, tons, Vivian Foreign. Like I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like I Listen love everything. I can everything. See that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think you credit your longevity to for uh, Comeback Kid? It's like still being the band that people care about and come see. And... Probably Jeremy. Like okay. Yeah, I mean just. We got to like, just, you know, you keep yourself and che- keep each other in check. Yeah. I don't want to fuck up for them. I want to like, we're all here for each other and we yeah. try to build each other up. And that's probably important. I'm, I think if I was on my own, I probably would have gone off the deep end like many times before. Mm. So just trying it's a brotherhood. To, yeah. Yeah. Just trying like everyone's like keeping each other in check, you know? Uh, and that's important. Especially like, all of us navigating, you know, how to conduct ourselves and like totally, you Be know, professional, to, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly, and just how to 
you know, yeah. Yeah. And do you consider yourself an optimist or pessimist? Optimist. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about you? Same, same yeah. as you. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been like focused through your whole thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. living how you want to live. Yeah. From day one. Just And just try to try, try to make it happen. If I, with with also music and just our uh, probably comedy too when you're we're planning our lives six months to a year down the line which not a lot of people do Facts. so you really like i think can um envision what the next things are going to be where yeah. like other awesome uh professions just don't think in the same way as that it's like more like week to week or whatever yeah um 100 we really really have to like envision something and make it happen yeah that's like when we're booking a tour or something like some eight months out and you're kind of, you're working it out and working out, you 100%, know, yeah. yeah. Who See, books you guys in Europe? Uh, Marco Avocado. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And then is there one favorite comeback kid album that you have or a particular song you love playing? Um, yeah. I mean in the States right now, the wake the dead album is just like, that's the one that people want to hear. The, wow. the, the first song that we play is the first song from that. It's called False Idols Fall. It's pretty, it's pretty undeniable set opener. Okay. Ooh. And okay, so <laughs> Wake the Dead. I like it. The song's bigger than the band. Wow. Wake the Dead is our like, whatever. Okay. It's our, wow. Uh, um, what's that? We're gonna listen to that in the car on the way. Was that Plain White Tees? What's their song? Oh, hey there, Delilah. And it's our Delilah. Yeah, okay. bigger, bigger okay. than the band. Yeah, yeah. people wow. will know that song before they even know the band. That's amazing. Yeah, who's man. playing White Tees? That's, that's, <laughs> so old, that's amazing. Wow. So it always saves us. And then on the newest side of things, um, yeah, there's a song called "Wasted Arrows" from two records ago. Die knowing, die knowing, yeah, super fun to play live. Yeah, yeah. And the stuff that you don't like to play or not, you play it all. Uh, songs that no one goes off for. <laughs> <laughs> Is it crazy if a song you record that you really love but never sees the light of day? We try it and it doesn't come off live, but you, it sounds well, good on the record. You know, one, uh, that's what I was thinking because we were doing like weird. The couple we played a couple weird seated shows, um, at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay, and I was thinking, oh, this would be a good chance to try out some of the like slower stuff that Deep I don't have to rely on. But then we just played all the hype songs and. <laughs> The set list hasn't changed. <laughs> no, me, me either, dude. Like my, I do. We don't bump heads in my band, but we do go back and forth on the set list. And sometimes we end up playing a lot of the same songs a lot. You know what I mean? You just get comfortable and used to it, and it flows good mm-hmm. in the set. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and you try to throw a new one in there, or a curveball, and it's just something that we miss playing. But maybe the crowd doesn't give a shit about that yeah. song as much as you do. Uh-huh. You know, and then you play it, and like, okay. I feel like the the I like the three or four times I've seen you guys, I feel like it's. It's been different. I mean, yeah, you, have your, you have your ones that you guys are like, oh, this is going to be staples. The, yeah. the staples that are in like every yeah, set. And what's cool about touring all over many different countries is that um, certain songs, like in the States, like I said, they want to hear that particular record. But yeah. in Europe or when we go to South America, it's different records. I agree. Like, there's like this really melodic song called Didn't Even Mind that we did a tour in South America and that song was like, someone was like, you should play that song. Like, all right, we'll try it out. And it went off. Yeah. But I, so, and then Europe would be, you know, and Canada's different. Totally. It's great. We were saying before, memory lane goes yeah. off in Mexico and South America. What happened goes off way crazier in Europe. It's just different. And then mm-hmm. the older songs go off more here from the first album. Yeah. On the East Coast, depending where you're at. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Remember that show, uh, Girls Rock, when you took off your shoes and threw them out in the crowd? Yes, that was a girl's, yeah. Was that what happened? Was yeah. like a thing? Oh, was the, crazy. The, the video you saw, yeah. yeah. I was like, why is he getting rid of those shoes? What did you, how'd you get off? 
I don't know. Somebody might somebody might somebody <laughs> throw it back to me. I don't even know. That was a great Girls Rock was such a great fest, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. There's so many great where's festivals. Where's that at? Belgium. Uh, Belgium, Belgium, yeah. Belgium. There's so many great is your fa- you have a favorite place to play or? Brazil's pretty tight. Brazil's amazing. I don't know. Dude. I like it all, man. I know. I miss Brazil. Yeah. I've seen you guys all over the world. That's crazy, man. Probably more than you even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always cross paths in other countries too, yeah. man. Yeah. Until we did that the US stuff together. For sure. Um well, fuck, I appreciate you coming out in the middle of a tour too, man. Fucking, appreciate it too. I'm, and uh, do you have any daily rituals? <sighs> uh, just you the, a coffee guy? Yeah, yeah. I I drank a bunch of coffee on the uh, on the way here, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, man. Just like just the, the coffee and a joint in the morning, do my workout. Nice. Uh, cool. And then I'm pretty much either click clack. That's what I call working sure. on the band. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um and. Just yeah, just yeah. hanging. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but a workout is something new added to your life now since yeah, the pandemic. Well, yeah, and I guess when I was like over the last ten years, I I feel like I'd be like, oh shit, I gotta work out. Now I'm like, I gotta work out to get my head right, and like I'm kind of excited to to work out now. A That's bit. Like I feel like before it was like such a chore. Now it's more like a, it's a need. And you love it. And you look forward to it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to get like that with running because I hate running, but I know I used to run. I loved it after. I, I was thinking it. about getting into running. So it's that, so good for your whole body and yeah, shit, man, you know? Yeah. Maybe if I do that, move down to California, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> <Yeah, totally. laughs> I'm going to start running by myself soon. Like I used to do. I have this like run around here I do. Because once you get into it, you get, but I had this the beginning of running. I'm just like, oh, it's so boring. And like. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was just listening to your podcast a little bit. The Walter Schreifels one. And he was saying that, right? He was saying. Yes. At, at first it's like, oh, oh. But then you got to start and then you kind of zone out and do He's your doing thing. marathons and shit now. Like. Yeah. And that's something he started during the pandemic too. Walter yeah. Shrike was Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We, you, uh, there was one time you FaceTimed him, and he was literally on a run. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, that, that made me so excited to see him doing that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you could do anything. And somebody, Adam, Adam said that the best way to really get results and lose weight, or whatever you're trying to do, is do something that makes it happen that you don't really like so much. Mm-hmm. That was such. A, it's, it's been sticking with me ever since he said that about starting to run again. Do, do something that you don't like? Yeah, do something, but, but it has the like most... A sp- of, like a type of workout. Yeah, it has the like, best yeah. effect, but it usually has the best effect it's on hard, you. Because it's hardest to do. I yeah. know. That's what I'm thinking That's about That's how burpees. I am with uh, sled pushes. Okay. Um, I That's how I'd be with burpees. I think yeah. I would try to conquer burpees. Yeah. Because I fucking hate them. But yeah, I, I have a... I love to snack. I love all that, especially at night. So I just had to learn like the things that I could do. Popcorn. Um, I love popcorn. Light whipped cream with fruit, like very healthy, yeah. very, very low in calorie. Uh, so just like a lot of things that you can just like always. I like yeah. to have, yeah. and, and you can be like like snacky or whatever. Just make sure that it like just be prepared. Uh, yeah. Chase, our bass player, you know him, you know yeah. Chase, right? Uh, he had a great idea at the beginning of this. We're all gonna get like uh, little tubbies. So now <laughs> we each have like our little snack tubbies, and he yeah. has his like M and M's and like chips in there. I got like some carrots and some mustard and like yeah. Know, but we all have our little thing, and it kind of acts as like a, a a plate, so we can have our little it's fucking awesome. It, we're bad. It's it's funny because we haven't really done like a van tour in a while. Like we've been like these weird vehicles because we're flying this. Um, and th- we have a 15 passenger, so I have my own bunk or my own bench again. It's like old days. <laughs> That's it's and plus, you're, and then you're in a different place now too, health wise, all that. So it must be. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like a new chapter of touring for you. Totally, totally. We feel quite positive yeah. about everything that's happening, and I'd like to say that I like I'm like 
I got it all under control, but I definitely don't. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress, and it's working. It seems exactly. like it's working for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and thank you for making me feel comfortable on this podcast. Of course, dude. Again. I knew it was going to be awesome with you. Yeah. All the times we interacted and hung out, it's always been awesome. You're always smiling. I, I've seen your band. I, I, I love you. I love what you do. And Thank you. I love you um, guys, too. It's good to have you. Any questions for him? Should no. That's pretty much it. The heavy, name of the record's he- called Heavy Steps. Heavy Steps. That's right. Heavy Steps. Heavy Steps and, on Hollow Ground. And where can people find that song? It's on iTunes or whatever? Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. Heavy Steps. We just put out a song called Crossed with Joe Duplantier from Gojira. Oh, wow. Sick. That's a sick. I was thinking about asking Derek to do that same song, too, but no. we'll get him on something else. Okay, maybe, not, so. for, not for nothing. Derek is a fan of Comeback Kid. Hell yeah. He hurt himself. That's why he can't be here. And he was bummed he couldn't be here. And I told him you come on the podcast and he, he fucks with Comeback Kid Hard. What's so. up, Derek? Yeah. 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 So I'm sure he'd be honored to do something with you guys someday. That would you know be what really I mean? cool. Um, all right. Thank you for being here. Have a great show yeah, yeah. tonight. Thank Chappelle, you. thanks for being here. Always. Thanks, Chappelle. Yeah. All right, brother. Peace. All right. That was awesome. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to hear the next one.